The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome once again to Sports Roundtable. I am Bob Branco. Good to be here today on this lovely Monday. Allow me now to introduce our sports panel members after I acknowledge that this is episode 301, dated Monday, August 14th, 2023. We have Peter Alchel. Welcome to Columbia, Missouri, where it's 75 degrees outside. It's a beautiful fall day. Unfortunately, this will not last uh, like our Missouri uh, Tigers football team, which will be its, its usual b- bad self. But when it's good, we we cheer. So hurrah for Missouri weather. Take advantage. Don Wardlow. Uh, hi there from Jersey, where I think it's supposed to be stormy in the next hour or two. So eventually I may have to go shut my windows. Yeah, we may get those storms after midnight. Luther King. You on a day where it stormed the last three days, including this morning. And Reverend Michael Garrett. You guys are basking in lower temperatures. and It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool 101 degrees in, in Missouri City, Texas. Oh, except, yeah, for the, except for the fact that you with the humidity. Yes, <laughs> that too. <sighs> Let me thank those people who make it possible for us to be here today and for the podcast to be made available. Raymond Gay, our producer, thank you. Our media sources, thank you very much for airing our program when you do. Tom and Lynn from Rosie's Place Chatline, thank you for posting our programs. And finally, Jacqueline Sylvia, our website designer, thank you very much for archiving our shows on my website, which is www.brancoevents.com. Just go there, click on Sports Roundtable Podcasts, and you will see our archived programs. From latest to earliest. Merci, Jackie. And without further ado, let me thank Katie, who is graciously filling in today as our host. Thank you, Katie, for taking the time to do that for us today. So I thought I'd bring up a couple of things, and then we can just open the floor right away to our participants. What was this I was hearing casually about the Yankees before we started? Who mentioned the Yankees? Uh, I did, actually. Um, much to my delight as a non-Yankee fan, the Yankees <laughs> blew a game in the, in the ninth inning against uh, the Florida Marlins of all teams. I heard um, about the Miami Marlins. I'm yes, oh, sorry. Bull- Thank you. The Miami Marlins. Their, their bullpen continues to implode. Their starting staff is in a big mess. They're in a mess. Well, especially with one of their – Pictures now in an outpatient rehab center for the rest of the year. Well, that's Vermont. really that's really a tragedy. I mean, you know, I, I yeah, that, that really is. is. I mean, I hope the guy recovers. You know, and I, I, I think I think it was Armand. I think was it, it was Armand. It is Armand. Yeah, yeah, and it's Vermont. an inpatient, not an outpatient. Yeah, it, it, yeah. yeah an inpatient. Yeah. You're right. It's yeah. it's it's not a tragedy. I wouldn't use that word. The guy's getting sloppo, and that's not acceptable behavior for a. Major Espe- especially for a starting pitcher that has the stuff, but he just can't get out of his own way. 
Yeah. And that, that happens to a lot of pitchers, though. So, and uh, and we also have Domingo, uh, Nestor Cortez apparently messed up his rotator cuff. Apparently, uh, he's, he's done, done for the year. Right. And I think Rodon is also done for the yeah, year. Yeah, Rod- Rodon was shut down, I think, last week or two weeks ago. Yes, there he, are, he I, was. They're, they're going to save the Red Sox from being in the basement. Exactly. I mean, it's a warped way to put it, but it's true right now. And, he, and he, here's the darndest thing, though. As bad as both the, you know, Pirates and Cardinals and the NL Central, the NL Central, I, I was talking to a friend about this, what was it, last weekend before my computer went kablooey with our little issues with thunderstorms and stuff. I don't trust anybody in the National League Central. And I mean, now I'm all of a sudden thinking about it. I can't even trust anybody with the Braves. Because they gagged a 3 nothing lead last night with the Mets after beating the snot out of them, sweeping a double header. Yeah, I was what I was impressed with the Mets. Uh, speak, speaking of the Yankees, uh, the the Mets inept play. The Mets are bad. Twenty one to three. That was that was an impressive. That, that, was, that, that game was so bad on Saturday. I didn't watch it, but I uh, mean, it, it look it was so bad. I flipped over and I'm like, excuse me. I mean, it was bad enough. It was bad enough when it was like thirteen to three, and then, then all of a sudden, they a, like, and they had a replacement guy in there, and he gave up a he gave up a wacky tack. They put up a position player in the ninth inning. And I know eight to runs. Save, to, yeah, to save a pitcher. Right, the Bravos dropped a snowman on him. Which, which to me doesn't make any sense. I still don't understand the position pitcher. I understand you're trying to save a pitcher, but hey. If you have if you have arms in the bullpen that you need work that you need to give work to, each team has thirteen pitchers. Each team has thirteen pitchers. Why do they still want to trout out a position player? The announcers always say that on Red Sox play by play. What's the big deal about a position play? You've got thirteen. My, my, my thought is this: if you're if you're getting blown out like the Cardinals were against the Royals, they had to use four guys out of the bullpen. They didn't use a damn position pitcher. They used at least three or three or four arms out of their bullpen that needed work. And the rule is strange. If you're up by 10 and if you're down by six, I don't understand that. What are you, what are you going to be down by six? You're going like to be 10. down by 16 mean? or 18 anyway. You know, crazy rule. Uh, like, the like, like, the, like you were talking about the performance of pitching. And it's like we didn't even get a chance to get to that last week about – you know the art, what whatever you're in your email that you were talking about, um, new brand of pitching, whatever you titled it, entitled it last week. You're talking about the one inning opener followed by the bulk guy. Uh, another edition. Is that what you were of, referring to? Because I'm still trying to get an answer to that question. I, I I still can't figure that out either. Now they're doing it at the minor league level. Almost every team I've seen the sounds play is if has had. A guy throwing an inning or two. If it's a bull, if it's Johnny Holstaff day, they'll throw their whole, almost their whole bullpen except for the closer. But what they do also is they'll throw a guy for one inning. Yeah, I know. And then, or and then an they have a guy. Two, then they have a two. guy go five. I mean, what, why like, can't like, you stop him? Like for example, Cardinals and Rockies a couple of weekends ago in the final game of the of the home stand, it was Johnny Holstaff day. Zach Thompson was throwing a pretty doggone good game, and then they pulled him out after the fourth. Knowing good and well he can't qualify for the win, even though he gave up one run, and that was it. Well, on Friday night, Chris Sale, he came back from the injured. They, they had him throwing 45 to 60 pitches. 
But I mean, four I and two thirds innings. Gave up. He gave up a one run or two runs. Four and two thirds innings. They yanked him out. Didn't even qualify for the win yet. One of course not. It ba- basically. No, sorry. It basically came down to if you. It, the rule is if you don't go five. I even I even talked to the public. What's the natural sounds about it? Because I sent him an email. You sent me once before about why you know pitchers don't you know don't get the win even though they don't go five or whatever again with the Red Sox. They can against... get the loss if they go less than five, but they well, can't yeah. get the win. But the rule states you have to go five to qualify for the win, or six or better if it's three runs or fewer to get to quantify a quality start. They may have to redefine a quality start based on the trend in baseball today. Pitchers aren't going more than five or six innings. Well, true. I think they have to revisit that definition. But but, but the thing is, I don't think they're going to. Probably kinda, not. Kind of like kind of like what you see with football with the ball go, you know, if they fumble the ball at the one and they, you know, defender picks it up in the end zone, it's touchback. And folks are complaining about it. at some point that, that rule is going to come into play where the ball, you know, is fumbled at the one, the defender picks it up, and it's going to cost somebody a game. I haven't seen it cost anybody a game yet. They're thinking they should have they should take the ball where it's spotted. I'm like, if he can't if the ball rolls in the end zone, it's gonna be a touchback anyway. Unless the offensive player picks it up in the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah. But yeah. So guys, so guys, you guys touched on something before we got to the pitching. Go ahead. It, 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 we were talking about the injuries. Uh-huh. Uh, it's crazy. Aren't, aren't we seeing a lot of some of the same players getting injured and some of the injuries that we're seeing are taking a long time to heal. We got we got guys that are really coming back from from injuries and they're working them back real slowly. Well, of course. I mean, that got something to do with the chemistry on the team. It has something to do with uh, how much experience some of the other, the younger guys are getting. Uh, It's having, it, it, it's having some real subtle. It's an Uh, interesting uh, uh, concept because you see a lot of guys down at the triple A level who have basically had a frappuccino at the big show level and then get sit back down after one or two starts. And then there then the big league club is like, okay, like take for example Ethan Small with Triple A National. They had him in the rotation at Triple A National for a while. Now they've got him basically either spot starting or they basically now they're like, okay, we want you to go on the bullpen. Cause your role is going to be relieving instead of start. Sorry, guys, it. keep going. They're, they're making some. They're making some really interesting moves with some of these guys, pitchers, uh, position players too. But I, I'm just, I'm just looking at these injuries and how it's impacting some of these teams. Uh, it's out of hand. It really is. Like I say it all the time. I have never seen so many injuries in baseball in my entire life as I've seen the past two years or three years or so. It's crazy. Well. You know? it is- isn't there that weird rule in the minor leagues that if you if you bring a guy up after the third or fourth time, uh, it, there's a consequence if you send him back down. So uh, so they want to keep people. Sometimes they have to keep people up and yep. not play them, and it just gets weird after a while. They changed that rule. Now it, there's a limit, and I think it is three or four times. I don't think you can call a guy up more than four times a season now. In the past, you can call him up as many times as you wanted. But I think last year, 
they changed it. They're limiting it now, as they should. So if we want to talk about baseball uh, on, a, on a more cheery note, I, I, I have to tell you, I, I'm really impressed with the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, they seem to be, I think it's Baltimore and Texas and Houston are the three best teams in, in the oh, AL. Yeah. Baltimore, um, Texas, the Houston, League. and the American League, right? Baltimore, Texas, Houston, and Tampa still sneakily quietly hanging around. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I mean, Tampa, yes, I think that's probably right. I mean, they're they're those are like the top four, but it but it's a. I think if, if you had to go tiers, Texas and Houston will have to play each other, so that's going to knock one of them out. Well, they're, they're both they're they're both, both going to make the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, but what I'm saying, what I'm getting at is. Say, you know, Houston plays Tampa and then say Texas plays whoever. They're going to cross paths in the divisional in the. Either in the um, divisional round. Same could be said for Baltimore and Tampa. Exactly. So so they're good. They're going to it. If unless a team comes out of the woodwork and basically, you know. Knocks either one of those teams out and really reshuffles the deck. Those four teams are going to meet each other. Yeah, I would love to see the Astros and the Rangers. And oh, that would that would well. I, I think I think they have one more series against each other. And I really right. hope if it comes to it in the playoffs, I hope the Rangers knock them out of the playoffs. And but, it, but here's the thing, though. Uh, here, I hear you, Don. But here, but here's the thing, though. <laughs> but but here, but here's the thing, though, guys. How many times do we keep saying at some point it's going to be the Astros end and every time they keep rising up like a phoenix and they keep finding a way? And sure do. Of, and speaking of players of the week, Jose Altuve, player of the week again. Yeah, unbelievable. Along with Matt Olson and who was that other one? I just saw it a few minutes ago on my bat. And Michael Lorenzen, who threw a yes. no in that, band no box of a, the in that band box of a ballpark. Yeah. I mean, that that's that's hard to do in that trip. Citizens Bank. It, it can be done, though. And Lorenzen, yeah. he figured out how to do it. And MVP, only even, even, even though he walked five. He walked five, though. Only his second start as a Philly, and he pulled yeah. a no-hitter out of his With ass. no-no. I don't know why Detroit traded him. He's under control, isn't he? I think so for this year i don't i don't i don't know if he got a contract extension or not but i think at least for this year after that i don't know by the way i think the mvp coming out of the national league will either be olsen freeman or betts it's 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 probably it's probably going to be it's probably going to be freeman or betts maybe olsen if he keeps on the home run pace but i don't i don't know if he's going to be able to do it because he's got 42 and there's only like what 40 some odd games left in the year American League, Otani's in the running. I'm oh, Otani, Otani, unless Otani does something, unless Otani falls completely on his face, which I don't see happening, he's, I think he's going to win the MVP by default. That's just me. 41, 41 already? Yup, and he's only one behind. But the, yeah. problem with, the problem with him is he's on a lousy team. And exactly. Usually, and they're, and they're, people and, on lousy teams don't. And they're what eight? And they're what eight games out of the division, and about what six out of the wild card? Well, the Angels—they got to get some yeah, going. <sighs> I, I I can't see the Angels. You know they they were a mediocre team at the beginning of the year. They'll be a mediocre team at the end of the year. Um, 
but I, you know, in the in the in the American League playoffs, the one thing about the playoffs that I've learned over the years is that ten, it tends to be the case that experience wins out. You know, so if you've if you have a choice between Houston, Texas, I think you got to give the edge to Houston, assuming you know, assuming that they're equivalent equivalently talented, as it were. And and Baltimore is also an experience, and so is Tampa. So I I I have to put my money down. I don't bet. I think I'll I lean towards Houston. I lean towards Houston. I think I think they're the more experienced, uh, you most experienced team of those four. Those four teams will definitely be in the playoffs, in my opinion. Minnesota will likely make it. Minnesota's going to win the AL Central by default. But here's the bad part: Minnesota's going to get stuck with a matchup that they cannot win. I mean, if it's Toronto or if it's, I don't know, who, whoever, whichever team gets one of those wild cards. Boston, Toronto, or Seattle at this point. Well, Boston, maybe. I don't know if their pitching can hold up. Toronto, they they're healthier, up. though. They're getting healthy, Luther. Sales yeah, back. But, it, but again, back. how long? But, the, but here's the big question. How long is it going to take Seal to get back? Because he, he threw four and two-thirds. Yeah, that's great. But can he get you six? Can he save the bullpen? I think he can. I think they're baby. That, that's right my now. biggest concern with Boston. Because they, they 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 really don't have a lot of starting pitching depth, though. Because after Chris Sale, who's there? Who's left? Mike Paxton, Ryan Bale. Pavetta's been lights out lately. They're pretty good. They're not the best, but they're pretty good. I think they're sustainable. Well, like, what, like what we, about always. Nathan Houck? Is he healthy? Tanner don't Houck. you mean Tanner Houck? Tanner, Tanner Houck. Houck. Yeah. He's, he's got one more rehab start, Don. I think he's going to start toward the end of the week, and then we'll see what happens. And I, and I think you can catch their games on 98.9 Nash Icon, which I have on more than one occasion. Let me tell you, their monthly broadcast sounds exactly like the Red Sox on the big show, big league club. Yeah. I've, I've listened to their Triple uh, A broadcasts a few times. I, I think they play the Yankees this weekend. The Red Sox Yankees. Yes, they yes. do. It's Yankee uh, Stadium. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and it, 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 if you if you're the Yankees, it's now or never because both you got, they're they're not yeah. that far out of a wild card spot, but they need it, it's basically now or never. They need some starts. I I, I can't see uh, either one of those teams, but I, I you know. Seattle last year came, you know, came back and and, and I, I don't I don't think Seattle part. can do it again. That's the problem. I don't I don't think they can go back to back years and sneak in and then they get like a terrible matchup with like the Astros and they well, lose in four. I mean, everybody understands that the you know it's the Astros and the Astros Rangers and Rangers and and Baltimore are the three and maybe Tampa. I don't. I'm at love. I'm sorry. I don't trust Baltimore. I mean, they may win the AL East. Don't get me wrong. They'll win the AL East, but here's the problem. Kind of like what Minnesota's going to deal with. They're going to be in a matchup that they are not going to be favored in. Yeah, I know they got Flaherty. That's nice. But you they needed an, a frontline starter. And I don't think they have that. And you're going to expect your bullpen to eat up innings that your starter can't get out of? Well, I guess by and a, and a best of five. I mean, really? I, I don't think anybody has any has really solid pitching of those four teams. Good uh, you know, point. Texas you know, does. Tech, well, well, Texas does, and Houston does. No, Houston does. Uh, I mean, they've been injured, but they're getting healthier. But, but now. That, and and that's the and that's the thing that scares me about everybody in the American League. 
I mean, everybody is sleeping on Baker and the Astros. Everybody. You you do that at your own peril. And and that's the thing about, you know, that's the thing about baseball, though, guys. Have you guys guys paid attention to the earn run average of these pitchers? What was it? Who, who, Who had that? There, there was a picture for what was it? The Reds with a six seventy five. There was another picture that it, there was another picture that had an ERA over twelve. And I'm thinking, yeah. what, what, guys, are you, what are you what are you referring to, Michael? How how high? What what Luther's talking about? How high they are? But so oh, yeah, okay. there, there's a, there's an ERA that was at, at one point when I had when I listened to the broadcast of six fifteen, and that was Spencer Strider's last four starts, a six fifteen. I mean, the, I think the lowest ERA is like barely in the twos. Yeah, a lot it, of the, I mean, the, even with starting pitchers. Yeah, and we're we're not even talking about relief guys. We're talking about starters here. Where they where their where their ERA gets ripped to shreds. Wayno's ERA was like nine. It's probably almost eleven by now. I hadn't even looked because his last few starts have been horrible. Can't even get out of the second or third inning, and I'm like, that ERA is trash. So let's see if we have any hands raised. We can get some of our participants to join us. Uh, Katie, do we have any hands raised right now? We do. We have four hands up, and Troy's hand has been up almost since the very beginning. So go ahead, please, Troy. Troy the Twins fan. Troy. Troy. Hi, guys. How's it going today? Good. We're doing all right. What's happening? What you got? Okay, so I don't. I would like to start off my my discussion. I think ESPN could have picked a better Sunday night matchup last night. Agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm sorry. That that game was just sad. What was Except, that matchup, Troy? Braves and Mets. Yeah, Braves and Mets. Well, and, on, and I when I when I had seen that uh, a week ago or something or heard that we go by they were going to be on. I'm like, okay. Quincy picked it, picked something better. Did you pick those two teams? Because first of all, the Mets are in the biggest market in this country. Bingo! And- you nailed it. And another thing, everybody thought the Mets were going to be good this year. Yeah, I mean, Kodai Singa last night pitched probably his best outing in a few starts. And did you guys notice on every strikeout of Kodai Singa, they had the old Singa Genesis every time strikeouts? By the way, we, we have to acknowledge the Mets are, are, are stellar. They are a stellar team. Uh, I've never seen a team so stellar at playing in F baseball. Um, a, ste- a stellar it, team of pathetic. A, 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 they, 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 they truly are. I, I, they, they are a stellar team of patheticness. Yeah, all the yeah. money they spent, they're really <laughs> underachieving. And I would not be shocked if all their big-name stars, do I dare say they treat Pete Alonso? With all the money that they're owing him, I, do I, I do I, I dare say they trade him? I, 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 I think he's the only people uh, and Lador. And, and now Lindor, now Lindor could probably get a nice haul back, but Lindor is probably but Alonso is still young though. Well, so yeah. I, well, the thing is, you uh, Lindor has a big contract. Yep, and that and uh, I don't know what team's gonna want to have to pay each some of that salary just to get him. So, what I was going to say here is, there were several other matchups this weekend that. Oh yeah. I figured, you know what? Why don't you have that? Why don't you have? Why don't you have on 
twins and Phillies. You haven't exactly. had twins on yet this year. I agree. Why don't you have on even the Yankees? Giants, Giants Rangers for crying out loud. That would yeah, Giants. That would have yeah, been Giants. better. Yeah, hell, Dodgers, Rockies, for God's sake. No, not so. Oh, no. Well, but okay. Baltimore, Seattle would have been terrific. Well, yeah, that, yes. that, that, that one would have been field great, too. too. Yeah. And, and if and, they and, can move, if they can move college football games, then we know and they if, can. And if they, if they can flex NFL games on Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays, whenever they wish, in advance, right. there's they can be a way to flex Sunday night football from sucky games. Especially if they know that it's a it's an awful team like the Mets. Exactly. You and know, I'm thinking and, they, like, and they've known that for a long time. The Mets and, and have been Don, garbage step, most of this year. And Don, let's take it one step further. I was looking at the Sunday night match, but I'm like, why? And speaking the, of and speaking of, do you know what the Sunday night matchup next week is? Red Sox Yankees, which I nope, think is no, nope, right nope. It's Phillies and Nationals. Oh! Well, that's, that's, well, that, that's, that's almost as bad. No, that's <laughs> yeah, and, and I think I, and the reason why it's on there and it's been on there all season price since last year is because they're playing in Williamsport. Oh uh, yeah, that 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 not see. Oh, in the middle of the Little League World Series. Now that's yeah, a cool. They did thing. that last year, didn't they, Troy? Yeah, they did that last year. And by the way, they're going to be they've been doing that for a, a few years with with different teams. They're they're gonna, gonna, they're 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 gonna, they're gonna, they're they should do that. Oh, okay. And look, and by the way, next year, did, have you guys seen some of the places next year where movies going to be going besides the Little League World Series? Korea, for one. Yeah, Cardinals, Giants, and the oldest. Negro League ballpark in um, Birmingham, Alabama. Oh yes, that's now that now that one I'm looking forward to because they they would they would have the Field of Dreams game, but that that's being that's still under construction. So I don't know who was going to be in that game. And uh, sometimes sometimes they do talking about the game last night, the 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 man in the midst. Sometimes they do it to give the other the High flying teams, some exposure. Maybe the maybe Atlanta hasn't gotten enough exposure, so they they pick well, the, they well, pick a weekend. They, well, that may be the case, but I think there were plenty of uh, there were at least uh, some definite. Matt, I mean, hell, wouldn't, wouldn't you say Yankees, Marlins, maybe? No, no, no you don't want to no. put the Marlins on. No, no but what I'm saying is they're, they're they're fighting for a playoff spot. Well, how did Washington get a night game on a Sunday? I don't know. The, well, the Nats have sucked all year. Well, but 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 the Little League World Series makes sense. I mean, they were doing that. Well, yeah, that it's, one does. It's, it's a location thing. In Williamsport, I, the Little League. Yeah, and you, teams I, I, get a that, that, to that see I them. get. Yeah, yeah, and you, and I'm sure you can't just simply say, "All right, we we want this matchup for Sunday night to be in the Williamsport." You can't just simply do that. Oh yeah. no! So you're so you're, you're stuck with what you have. You're kind of stuck there. And the Philadelphia was supposed to be good this year, and well, they are. Audio is on. Noise suppression is enabled. They're, I think, they're like the first or second wild card. But that third wild card in the National League is going to get very interesting because right now I think the Cubs may have that or maybe the Cubs and Marlins may have it, but there's like five, six, seven teams, possibly eight in you know, that wild card match for the last one. Watch out it, for the Mets. They're going to make the wild card. I promise. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know stop, what? Stop, stop fooling yourself like that, dude. Stop. <laughs> You know, I think Cincinnati and Milwaukee could be possibly be possibly be in the playoffs from the uh, NLC. I, you know what? 
if, if the Reds played the way they did yesterday, like the trash that they did against the Pirates, they ain't going nowhere. Yeah, they, it's they, that they, simple. They, no, you out, cannot lose yeah, a game that yeah, you're leading they, and blow another quality start for Williams, who gave you five and two thirds of one run ball, and your bullpen can't hold it. You yeah. don't deserve to go to the playoffs. The, the, I'm the Reds, sorry. The Reds have no. been terrible for the past couple. The Reds. Of weeks. It, 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 I'm sorry. I this this is why I don't trust anybody in the NL Central. No. Yeah, but but you're gonna. Have I know. I, I know. Kind of like the American League Central, somebody has to win by default. But seriously, but you give them another year or two, man. I think that they don't sell all their players. I think the oh, Reds they're Reds are going to have something. And, 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 and done. You just hit on something that has been something that a friend of mine have been talking. Friend Ryan and I have been talking about for a while. When when players on teams get good, then when it comes time to pay them, you have to sell them and start all over again. Like, are you are you sure you want to keep doing that to your fan base? Because at some point, the fan base is going to get some apathy and say, "You know what? I could be I could be paying my money elsewhere. Screw the Cincinnati Reds or or Team X. Insert name here." Because well, the only point, the two fan- teams that that has happened to are are the. Marlin, well, Tampa and the uh, Rays, the Reds, those are the, the Royals. There's been more than one or two. Those are the worst drawing and the Pirates. teams in the league. And, and, and by the way, I kind of figured the Pirates going to run out of steam because yeah, well, ugh, we, we all knew the Pirates aren't going to stay there. But So, Troy, uh, talk to us about the Twins. I think they played well against the Phillies. I was, yeah, they're, I was, four, they're I, four and a half games up. I was, I was impressed. I think they played really well this week. I think, didn't they yeah, win two well, out of three? Well, yeah. well, well, we went two out of three, but Friday night they did not, they did not play, play that well at all. They were trounced 13 to two. So then, then of course, the series before that, they lost three out of four to the Detroit Tigers. Oh, that's that, another bad team. That that's had not to be you, you cannot lose. If, you, if you're, you're going to win that division, the best they should have done was split. But lose three out of four, yeah. You you kind of made up for it with a two out of three, but look at what you got this upcoming week. Um, that's that's going to tell me an awful lot of where this team, this Twins team is. What do they have this week? Actually, well, this week they have the, the Detroit Tigers for for they two got, games. Yep, they should they win. Get, they should win both of those. Yeah, well, uh-huh. well, I was saying the same thing last week, but they should win three out of four, and uh, and, so and they blew it. Yeah, so. I've been Friday, the Pittsburgh Pirates are coming to town. A team they should be able to beat easily. Thank you very much. Yep. But then, to finish up the month of August, they're going to be Ooh. in a 12-game stretch Here where they're going to face the Cleveland Guardians and the Texas Rangers in uh, back-to-back weeks. Oh. Uh, so I think that stretch is going to be the key to tell us they, how they, they- – well, first, they better handle this little five-game miniseries first. Yeah. Uh, take, care, take care of the team you're supposed to be, and then well, look, that. Look, look at the Red Sox. They got Washington and the Yankees this week, which they need to win most of those well, games. Well, the Nats, they should be able to handle. It's going to be a nightmare starting next week. They've got the Astros, Dodgers, and Astros. Wow. Oh, boy. That's Hello. And I'm, I'm Correction, guys. I'm looking, um. Oh, I um the uh, Texas Cleveland start doesn't start until the end of the week next week. So they have two it, two. It, yeah, what is yeah, it? Play, Friday. 
Uh, it, it would start Thursday, the 20. Oh, Thursday through Sunday. Yeah, for, for the Texas Rangers. Uh, be, yeah, so before that, they will play the Milwaukee Brewers. So I think, yeah. Oh, so, so you got two games <laughs> with, with, with Milwaukee at Milwaukee. Then you come back here, face Texas. For four. For four. Then, then you face Cleveland for three. That's a that's a nice little that's a nice nine game stretch right there. Yeah. Um. Yes. And then you go on the road and play Cleveland for no. And that, no, you play Texas and then you play. No. I, actually, now my mind's all no. No, I'm right. Uh, you play Texas. Yep. And, and then you go to Cleveland for. In that Labor three? Day. So. Okay. Let's see yep. who else we have. Uh, thank you very much, that's, Troy. That's we have nice three other stretch. people waiting in line, so I won't Let's give go. them a shot. I, I still think. Yep. Uh, I still think talk to you next week. You yep. got it. Twins are in good shape right now. Go ahead. For now. Katie, Mitch is next. next. Mitch, oh, go Mitch. ahead, please, sir. Mitch. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Yeah, oh, we haven't heard from you. And heard from you in a minute. How are no, you? I haven't. I haven't been around the last few weeks. Um, <laughs> Bob, the game that ought to be the Sunday night game uh, week week after next is uh, Boston and Dodgers. Oh, that there would be go. fun. <laughs> uh, we, we should uh, sick uh, Kiki Hernandez, who's had a resurgence, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let him take some shots at the green monster. He's not it, making it, any it, errors it, for the Dodgers. You know what? It, it, I'm sorry, what was that, Bob? He's not making any errors for the Dodgers? Uh, unfortunately, yes, he's made two, and it's my sincere hope that Dave Roberts doesn't have him at third base uh, because he made two errors playing third base. That's third not base? his position. Yeah, they had him playing third base a couple of games against uh, the Rockies. That's, who do they, who do they have hardly ever placed third? What are these managers thinking with these guys? And that's surprising that he I, do, I do worry about Roberts, but but that's, that's the game. The Dodgers get, just got through uh, annihilating three the of the worst teams, three <laughs> of the worst teams in baseball, <laughs> Oakland, Arizona, and the Rockies, and for good measure, uh, they they killed the Padres. And the Padres, at the end of the season, they're going to have a fire sale. Yep. Which, and which I, I, start with Bob Melvin. Contracts. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if I wonder if Bob Melvin's going to survive this. I don't think so. In fact, I I, I thought he'd be fired at the All Star break. What was that, Don? I really you heard stuff oh, hold, about. Hold, hold on. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Go ahead, Mitch. Well, I thought I thought Melvin would be fired at the All Star break, but you know the mistake they made is they've got three guys, uh, Tatis, uh, Machado, and Soto, all of whom are me first players. Yep, they are not. That's not a team. No, and and right. and so they're they're gonna they they've got some real issues. But you know we'll get a better handle on the Dodgers the next uh, next couple of weeks. But I to the to the comment that one of you made earlier about injuries. Yep. I keep some very nerdy stats, some of which I've uh, I've run by Michael. Uh, the Dodgers this year, keeping in mind a 13-man staff, Jesus. we've got three guys on uh, on the 15-day IL, and we've got nine guys on the 60-day IL, including five, uh, including four who pitched this year. Anybody want to guess? As to how many pitchers have pitched for the Dodgers this season? 30. 33. 
Wow. Wow. That's more than and I yet, And yet the Dodgers continue to stretch that lead and kick the crap out of everybody in the NL. I bet you that's, be, that's because the rest of the division has Sucks. gone into the dumper as we it's thought awful. they would. Yeah, it's got awful. You, I bet you Tampa tops that. They probably have at least over 40 or 45 because a lot of those guys have gotten called up from AAA Durham. So right now, right now, uh, right now, the Dodgers have – I'm sorry, Mike. What's, what's the Dodgers team batting average, though? I bet, I bet uh, it's over. It's for the first time all year. It's over two fifty. Hallelujah! Yeah. A lot of um, are lower than that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and the Dodgers, all told, have used fifty four players this year. That's amazing. And th- and that was what all from AAA. Um, oh, well, and, and and then of course, and then of course, uh, the the trades that uh, that we made. And by the way, you guys are losing your uh, touch. You forgot the guy who's probably still the front runner for NL, NL uh, MVP. It's Acuna. That's true. You're, yeah, that's absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, it's between Acuna and Freeman, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Ol- Olson. Olson's in there, but those bets. You don't. You don't think Betts is in there? You don't think? Uh, no, I. I don't. Just because he's been overshadowed by Freeman. Yeah, uh, I think. Right. I think that's the. I think a that's the force, issue. A distant fourth or a distant fifth. Oh, absolutely. I, after... I think I think he'll be he'll be fourth or fifth if you throw Matt Olson in there. Well, I, Although I, I don't think, know what I his Olsen, I don't know what his batting average is. I know he's got forty one homers. I think he's like two seventy, two eighty, somewhere in there. Yeah. And see it's Freeman's hitting three thirty Freeman's hitting three thirty nine and uh with thirty with uh, twenty three home runs, I think. And uh, the the one area that Acuna is way ahead of him is in stolen bases. Yeah, exactly. But yes. even Freddie's got 21. The Mookie's got 34 home runs, right? Uh, Mookie's got 31. 31. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mitch, did you listen to the game Friday night when they retired uh, Fernando's number? I, I listened, I listened to, uh, to part of I listened to the whole game. I listened to some of the ceremony. And uh, I have um, uh, our local our local uh, cantina, a couple of blocks from where we live. Uh, our favorite bartender is a is a huge Giants fan, and he gave me a couple of years ago. And we're always we're always going back and forth. He tells me he's going to get me a Dodger cap, but it's going to be orange, and I won't know. Uh, but but he gave me several years ago, and I wear it proudly on my Dodger jacket i have a fernando valenzuela pin oh nice they played they played oh. a, an actuality from game three of the world series and the sound was absolutely dreadful and i want to tell <laughs> I, you yeah i missed i missed you gotta understand that, that when you go to the game uh i was supposed to actually go to the uh, to the Kershaw game Thursday, but my brother-in-law messed up his knee, so oh, so we didn't go. But when you go to the games, um, the the video that they play on the video player isn't always the greatest sound. So they they obviously didn't have it. Uh, they didn't have the uh, the feed patched in to the uh, to the video, so it it echoed like crazy. But on a major radio station like a five seventy, where the Dodgers are. Yeah. They should have the manpower and the budget and the technical equipment. I mean, I had my podcast on. I talked about Fernando, 
and I had two pieces of Fernando sound, which I didn't use because they were not very good sound quality. No, I, I, I don't totally, have yeah, either no. the technical knowledge or the money to, or the equipment to, that was, to that was clean it. that stuff up. That These was, guys. No, I totally, I totally agree with you, and now, it, and was it, it wasn't was good. This, uh, was this radio or was radio? This, was one well, pro- radio. And probably it was on like what was it nine whatever that station was that we're on before, um, in the nineties. Who knows? That, but that, I'm, I'm thinking that's where that uh, came that, from. If it was game three, it was what? Game three of uh, 81 or 88? 81 or 80. Exactly. 81. Yeah. 81. 81. Yeah. yeah. No, they, they, and, they and should have been. Yeah. It, it should have been, been It should have been better, true. But I think due to the fact that I don't think they really had, you know, the radio rates or whatever until after whenever they finally got rid of that stupid rule. Where the radio broadcast teams couldn't do the local broadcast teams could not handle the radio coverage of the local team. Well, this Which was the Scully. This was in eighty one, and well, it, yeah, it, it, no, I, I don't even remember up the sound. That's I th- I yeah, I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't matter what radio station they were on. They should have had a clean feed, and they well, should yeah, have run it directly. Have. Uh, to uh, to the station. Yeah, absolutely. Next, before, um, before you go, I'm sorry. To yeah. I want to first of all. I'm impressed. You know the word "clean feed." You, you, you dinosaur technology. I'm impressed. That's 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 good. Uh, Peter, Peter, you you may have forgotten, but back for three years in the mid '70s, I was a programmer at the Pacifica station here in LA. I, I do remember that. But clean feed. Is, uh, <laughs> anyway, the, the, but, but 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 the, but the question I really want to ask you about. Yeah. I've, been thinking, I've been thinking about this you for like the past two weeks. Is the whole Pac-12 debacle? Uh, I was going my my final my final comment was going to be a a five seconds of silence for the death of the Pac-12. It was the previous it was the previous head's fault along with this guy Kwiatkow. In fact, I just read it. I just read that uh, that after USC and UCLA left, uh, I think it was ESPN was going to offer the. the uh, chancellor's thirty million dollars, and they turned it down. Said, "No, we want fifty. And and to want fifty million dollars to get to want a uh, a twenty million dollar increase, given that your two top or two of your three arguably your cornerstones are top. Gone. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's unfortunate. I'm I'm not being a traditionalist and a Trojan. I'm not happy that we're going to the Big Ten, but. Uh, it will pay the bills for the other sports, yep, yep. and uh, you know, RIP to uh, to the Pac Four, and they they kind of deserve it, and they'll be part of the Mountain West within a couple of years. Very I, good. I, I, I have a, I have a fe- I have a feeling it'll be this year or next because due to the fact that the Mountain West is going to have to, I, I just have a feeling the Mountain West is going to pick up Cal, Stanford, Washington State. And whoever's left, Oregon State, and wherever you know, this year is the goes, last year of the Pac-12. Yeah, this year, yeah. the Pac-12 still lives. And anyway, we have some more people waiting. Thank you very much. T- for your take conference. care, guys. Thank yeah. you. Katie, the who sound, else do we the have? The sounds of silence. We have Joe. <sighs> Go ahead, please, Joe. Joe. All right, Joe. Ah. Joe. The, Joey. Hey, good evening, guys. Yeah, hey, what's going on today? Um, so I had a couple of questions. First off, the, um, the Twins, that, that was a great series. I wouldn't count as much of them out as I would um I'm kind of with Luther 
the Orioles, as much as good as they are, or as good as they seem they are, it, it feels like it's uh, you know, it's it, it it may not work out if they go against a good team. I mean, the Phillies took them for a series, but the Twins look like if they just it, their manager makes like really interesting decisions. So th- that that's the thing oh, I would please. say. Oh, oh please. <laughs> I remember a game against the, Joe. I remember a game against the Red Sox back in June. I mean, it was what the second inning, and he's already pinch hitting guys because the Red Sox brought in uh, a, another pitcher, probably a lefty. Brought all the right-handed hitters off the bench in the second inning. Or third inning. That's well, Mike, Mike friend. That's my friend, that Rocco Baldelli. Baldelli. I, I forget who the pitcher was, but the guy was owning us, and he only had 80 pitches, like 80 on the dot, and he only and coming out the seventh inning. We all thought he was coming in. Nope. Took him out, put okay. him in the bullpen. I'm like, what the? Like, he had 80 pitches. He still and he had, had it. He was dealing. Right. I, I, I remember the game too because I'm like, what the hell? I'm That's like, the new normal joke. I'm like, what I'm the like, Okay. And then you give Michael Lorenzen uh no no and he pitches 124 pitches and it goes the whole game. I mean, he literally that like woke up the the city. Um but I'm I, so I glad they gave him his chance to do that. Oh, and man, I am so happy. Oh, my Lord, yes. Thank you. And Scott well, Skransky, who is very good. Oh, I love Mr. Scott He Bransky. did a real okay. good call at the end of that. And when, he, when, he, when he took over for Harry Cal, when he when he was basically doing the radio and Harry was doing the TV, I'm like, they, they got their next guy. But I'm like, yeah. I, was, I was just sad that he had to take over on other circumstances when he passed away. But yeah. let me tell you. But um, the interesting thing on Sunday, so I got to bring this up because it's been brought up before about the robo-umps. Now, the robo-umps, well, from what I've heard, they're going to possibly be put into play uh, spring training in next year just to see if it goes well. God help us. But but I I think I I wanted to propose this, though, because the robo-umps only take care of the balls and strikes behind home plate. During the Minnesota series and even the national series before, there was some egregious calls at first base. <laughs> and I had to go on my show and say, I was not the umpire at first base. I swear I was not there. I did not make hey, those calls. Let me, let me, let me, let me back. Let me, let me take this one step further though, because it was a PCL triple A series. Albuquerque in Las Vegas, they had the robo um technology with the home plate umpire behind right. the plate. Plus, now at the AAA level of the International League, at least that I've noticed, and the PCL, they have the ball strike system where <clears throat> the artificial intelligence will tell the umpire if the ball is in the zone or out. No uh, lie, and and the umpires and ear, uh, the, whoever the home plate umpire is, male or female, has the earpiece in their ear, and they're only going off of what the artificial intelligence says. And then in the back end of a series, here's something I've been hearing: the automatic ball strike challenge system could be coming into play next year. Yeah, that will be the thing games. that. Yeah. 
the the thing that I wanted to kind of suggest, and I wanted to see what you guys would think. We always said, like, if the umpires, whether even if it was the crew chief, uh, in, in NHL, they have a way to beep down to the refs if they need to stop play and review something. So why aren't the crew chiefs, especially when it's like an egregious call at first and the guy is like plainly safe, like why can't the crew chief get just get buzzed and be like, okay, we looked at this, reverse the call. It's not going to take any more than 35, 40 seconds. Basically, just, what you're, basically what you're talking about, Joe, is something that Mike PFT has been talking about for the last two, possibly three, maybe even four years. Yeah. The NHL has something called Sky Judge, where whoever is in the booth can buzz down to the official and they can look at it and then they can check, they can check with the official in real time and say, hey, you messed it up. Reverse the call. That's what kind mm-hmm. of what Florio has been proposing for the NFL. But it basically, the managers have to challenge. Otherwise, it's going to go on because they can look at it from their video room or video feed and decide whether they want right. to challenge or not. But yeah, I do agree with you because there should be a way that the crew chief should get buzzed down from the booth up top. Did those calls get challenged? The ones that you're saying were so horrible? Did they yeah. get they, they, I've never okay. seen this. I've never seen this ever in baseball. Now, how, so, how, how many how many of them got overturned? Uh, uh, both. So all three actually. But um, the in th- in the same game, it was the guy at the first base umpire. All three calls were at first base. Ugh. Two of those calls were back to back plays. Wow! Wow! So the umpire got it wrong on back to back plays on the both ends. Right on the first base, it was the same ump, the same player. That it was just backed it like it was a throwover. It was a Phillies uh, runner. He got back twice. They the ump called him out both uh, times, and it was overturned to make both him safe. Times. I'm like, wow, what? and yeah, that, and, like, and that wow, and that and that was from Secaucus, New Jersey, where their command center is, I, I or, just, so, or somewhere in New York, and I'm like, dude. Why don't why don't they why don't they just have it lined up at every ballpark where there's one umpire that is no longer on the field can be in the booth in real time? I agree. I and I feel like if you have something like that, it doesn't slow the. I'm not, I'm not saying let's replay everything, but if you have one guy explicitly responsible for something exactly, like that, it would speak the game up. And guess what? The fans are seeing the same thing that they are. Right. And it's in real time. Thank you very much, Joe. Hold we on, have be, time. Be Joe, Joe, I'm sorry, Bob, but I want to ask Joe, in honor of Michael Garrett, especially, I noticed that <laughs> your 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 star, James Hardness, is causing trouble again. Uh, I still think that you're tripping <laughs> just on general principle. He's um, mouthing off in public now. I can't, I, I can't believe what he's doing. He's trash. I'm not shocked by this. I'm not either, but it's, it's I mean, I mean Pete, as, as somebody who doesn't like the Sixers, I'm delighted. He wants to go out with a bang. Yes, he, he, I'm glad they signed him back. I'm glad they signed him back. Well, I mean, here's the thing. He opted back in, and then he said two days later he wanted a trade. Then he said he was open to it, and he understood the situation, the process. And then Daryl Morey came out and said, you know, we're, I want to trade him for, you know, a good player. I want to get a good player back or get the uh, necessary draft product to get a good player back. 
And then, then a couple days ago, he basically has outwardly said he's not going to show up to training camp. Um, and Whoa. because, because the fact that, uh, the trade talks between the Clippers and the Sixers have kind of crashed and burned. And I think mainly that is because, um, I think it's Paul George, who's a mean cog in that possible trade. He has a no trade clause and he doesn't want to come to Philly. Why so, would why, why would anyone? Why would anybody want to go to that rat hole? I mean, I mean, silly. I mean, I I know the you know the the, Eagle, uh, the Sixers have you know have some good players, but boy, I'm not sure I want to be anywhere near Philadelphia as a basketball player. I I, I you know what I, I and I hate to say this, but this might be the undoing of Joel Embiid here in yeah. Philadelphia. Unfortunately, you're right, Joe. I think it's yeah. it's a shame because he's got a lot of talent, he's but we have talent. about. We have about four minutes left to go, and I know we have at least one more person. One more. James, James Harden to Houston. That's all I have to say. Go ahead. Oh, Lord, Lord, no. No email. No. 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 <laughs> Charles is our next hand. Who is that? Charles. Oh, Charles. Charles. All right, go Charles. Ahead. You may be our last one for the you night. Might be. Yeah. Uh, thanks. I, I wanted to uh, talk about a couple of books that just came out. First is the... Uh, uh, Daybreak in Chavez Ravine, which covers the time uh, of uh, Fernando's uh, career with the Dodgers, and it pointed out how you know um, he was overused during his first few years, which probably shortened his career. But during the first eight years, he had a record that rivals almost any pitcher, and it also pointed out that. Before Fernando came and Fernando Mania, the Dodgers were attracting about 10% Mexican Chicano fans to the ballpark. And that was because they took over Chavez Ravine, which was a home to uh, three barrios of Chicanos in, in that area. And, and initially, initially, the uh, reason for uh, condemning those properties and taking them by eminent domain was to establish a housing project. But in the 50s, when all this occurred, there was a red scare and they thought it was too socialist. So that's how it led to Walter O'Malley getting that sweetheart deal to buy Chavez Ravine. Um, and that's why they believe many Mexicans and Chicanos in that area and in the LA area were kind of cool towards the Dodgers. Where Actually, did you locate that book? I want to read that book. Aren't you it was that? on Bard. It was on Bard. I really? love it because I interviewed Eric Sherman, the author for that book, for my show. And yeah, he, he, he really is did that is that book is that is that book on Apple Books just out of curiosity on um in audio and Apple Music? Yes. In the Apple Books. No, I don't know. I got it on Bard. I want to read that, man, because that man writes very well, and he's a heck of a guest. And he's a heck of a historian. And anyway, the, you know, they pointed out that after Fernando Mania, Dodgers would regularly uh, track 50% Mexicans to the present day. So, you know, that, that really made a difference. And I think that if, uh, what's his name, the manager at that time hadn't overused Fernando during his that, first... that that wasn't that wasn't Lasorda or was it that wasn't Lasorda yeah was it was Lasorda, Lasorda by then Lasorda, right? Lasorda. I, I, oh, yeah. I thought it well okay because he was after Walter Austin 
Yeah, you're um, talking we have five minutes left. Let's actually, we have one minute left. One minute. Okay. <laughs> one minute left because we usually anyway, yeah, he seven minutes. Them and that shortened his career. Mm. Definitely. And, and, and the other book oh. you want to you want to refer the to? other one? Oh, the other book is Stealing Home by Nussbaum. It was uh, about how the Dodgers got the sweetheart deal for the land where they built Chavez Ravine, or which Dodgers. is still there to this very day. Yeah. But Mexico. Nothing in the air that night. The stars were bright. <laughs> Fernando. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, those, those are two good books. And I, no. I Thank, Thank you. Thank you for the recommendation. Don, and Don, I hope you get to read that book. Sounds like a very interesting book. Thank you very much, Charles. And we're out of time. Thank you so much. I want to thank everybody for taking part today. Peter, Luther, Michael, Don, our participants. Katie, thanks very much for helping us out today, for being our host. We appreciate it very much. And go safe, everybody, with God's abundant blessings. I'm Bob Branco. Have a good evening. Talk to you real soon.